Hello and welcome to this episode of Coaching Chaos. Thank you so much for joining me. I am really, really grateful that I have this podcast to turn to, to share the love that I have with you for the gospel. I love every aspect of it, but today is Fast Sunday, and that's a part of the gospel that is required, but I struggle with it. I dread it, like, oh, it's Fast Sunday. But I have learned as I read conference talks on Fast Sunday or on fasting, it gives me my why to what is required. And so speaking of the why, the why of priesthood service by Elder Uchtdorf from April 2012, I applied that to myself, not necessarily about priesthood, but the what I do is important, but what drives me to do the what is my why. He says the what is important to our work and we need to attend to it. But it is the why that we discover the fire, the passion, and the power of what we do. And so for many of us who've been members of the church our entire lives, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we do what we do. Because why? So a couple of things here. We often go to church because that is what is required. We get our scriptures out and we pray because that is what our Father in Heaven expects us to do. We teach our children the gospel because that is what we believe will raise them to be healthy and spiritual matters. There is so much that we do pertaining to the gospel Yes, the what teaches us what to do, but the why inspires our souls. Thank you, Elder Uchtdorf, for that. It helped me to look at things a little bit differently this morning as I go into my fasting. The what informs, but the why transforms. That is beautiful. That should be the motto of all of what we do because the why transforms our souls. It makes everything that we do have purpose and meaning. It strikes the ambition, lights the fire. God is faithful and through his Holy Spirit, he will speak to our minds and our hearts concerning the path that we should always follow in every segment of our lives. And so often we get discouraged because we're tired. We're tired at what we are doing. But when we say, why I am doing this, it helps us continue forward. So as we apply the gospel to our lives, because of our why, not just because it is what you do, the flame of the gospel grows and it ignites our souls. 
understanding the why of the gospel and the why of the priesthood will help us see the divine purpose of all of this. It will give us motivation and strength to do the right things, even when they say they are hard, even when we are feeling that they are hard. Staying focused on the basic principles of gospel living will bless us with clarity, wisdom, and direction. So the what informs the why transforms. Thank you, Elder Ugdor, for this wonderful talk. As we are guided by the Holy Spirit, he says we will learn from our mistakes. We will stumble. We will rise, though. And if we falter, we will go on. We will never waver. We will never give up. Never, no, never, no, never give up. And so, as we take a look at all that we do, what is expected and what is required and what the promises are, it makes it all the more encouraging and satisfying and pleasing unto our hearts if we look at the why we do it. And in this wonderful verse right here, and now remember the words of him who is the life and the light of the world, your Redeemer, your God, your Lord. Amen. Remember the words of him who is the light of the world. So we attend church. We go to the temple. We read our scriptures. We teach our children the gospel. Those are all the things that we do. Why do we do it? In studying my for my master's program in my master's program this week there was a quote in the book in the foundations of counseling it says often the people that come to in to see us you have never have ever felt cared about and have never felt respected they doubt their own judgment so that by you simply listening and your attentive attentiveness to them you begin the process of respecting them and you provide a different way of seeing without blaming and you help them to learn to repair themselves through a relationship of respect so i'm asking myself what is the reason that i am doing what i am doing and this is the why for me so what is it that you are working on today are you working on enhancing your testimony in the gospel are you going back to school and what is your why you know every time you are in any kind of program they say why are you here such as if you're trying to lose weight what is it that you're trying to do we're trying to get back in these jeans but why are you trying to why are you trying to lose that weight why are, why are you going to church why are you back in school my why is right here because there are so many people that have not felt loved or respected and by my simply listening to them and my attentiveness to them 
they will feel that they have one person in their corner of the world that genuinely cares about them. That is my goal. That is my why. In Doctrine and Covenants 11, verses 13, he says, Verily, I say unto you, I will impart unto you of my spirit, which shall enlighten your mind, which shall fill your soul with joy. And as we seek to do what we are required to do, we will not experience burnout if we focus on our why. If we focus that there is always something wonderful that will happen and have faith and focus on that instead of pessimism and thinking that nothing ever good happens. So, excuse me, as I go throughout my fasting day, for example, it is what is required of me. It is what I have struggled with. It is what I must do. And so studying about fasting this morning, I have realized my why. It's given me a divine purpose and it has given me motivation and strength to do fasting, even when it is hard. As Elder Uchtdorf said, staying focused on the basic principles of the gospel will help us with clarity, wisdom, and direction. And as we are guided by the Holy Spirit, we will learn. So as I learn from my mistakes of not fasting properly or not wanting to fast or murmuring about, oh, tomorrow's fast Sunday, if I can take a look at my why, and apply it more deeply to what I need, then I will never waver and I will never give up. And so in this talk by Elder Pratt, he suggests that many of us are not fasting on fast Sunday or doing it in a lackadaisical manner. When I read that, I was like, okay, slowly raising my hand. That's me. If we are guilty of taking our fast day for granted or simply fasting because that is the what we're supposed to do on Sunday morning and then instead of making it two complete meals, we are depriving ourselves. We're depriving our families of the choice, spiritual experiences, and blessings that come from a true fast. So as I read that, I realized I am denying myself and my children divine and choice blessings that can only come through a proper and true fast. So... Sorry, the purpose of our fast may be a very personal one. Fasting can help us overcome personal flaws and sins. It can help us overcome our weaknesses, help them become strengths. Fasting can help us become more humble, less prideful, less selfish, and more concerned about the needs of others. It can help us see more clearly 
our own mistakes and weaknesses and help us be less prone to criticize others. Our why could be that we want to focus on a family challenge. A family fast might help increase love and appreciation among family members and reduce the amount of contention in the family. Or we might fast as a couple to strengthen our marriage bonds. A purpose. Our why. Not this is what we do, but as we look at fasting as this is why we do it, is all right here in this conference talk. This is my why. And if I make it a personal one, fasting, he says, can help me overcome personal flaws and sins. It can help us overcome our weaknesses and help them become strengths, be less prideful, more humble, less selfish, more concerned about others. It helps us look at our mistakes before we look at our spouses. If we seek a true fast, then we have the Lord's guidance in our callings as our role as mother, as as father, as our role in our workplace. And we might be more effective in our ministering. So let us begin to fast with our why. Let us begin our fast with prayer. Let us begin our fast with a purpose. Not just, oh, tomorrow is fast Sunday. I have tried to have a list of things that I was fasting for. But sadly, my confidence and faith in in fasting was more about missing my breakfast. And the intense hunger pangs that I was feeling was in that moment far greater than anybody else's suffering. That is selfish. So as I looked to fast properly today, I pleaded with my Heavenly Father for help. Help me do this. Help me do this that it becomes more of a natural thing and not an expected thing. A loving, a lovingly gesture of our true love and devotion towards our children and the gospel instead of a dreaded thing. He will help us accomplish our goals. Beginning our fast with prayer and ending it with prayer is like sealing the day. Closing it off with prayer and looking to our Father in Heaven with peaceful hearts, gratitude, and appreciation for the help we received. I know that as I close my fast today, I will. I know that I will have a feeling of accomplishment. In Isaiah 53, 6, it says this, Is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, that ye break every yoke? I looked at fasting entirely different as I looked to break the bands of those of my family who are struggling and suffering, that through my fasting, I can bless them. 
the Lord simply describes that if we approach him in a proper fast, then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before before thee. So, as I go through my fasting today, with a greater purpose, having focused on my why, and not just that this is what I am to do, I am looking at the gospel in a whole new light. That it isn't just this podcast that I am expected to do because I have felt the promptings. I am looking at it as, what is my why? And refocusing on that, refocusing on so many things pertaining to the gospel because of Elder Uvdorf's talk and because of studying a little bit deeper about fasting today. In 1 Peter 1, verse 22, he says, Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently. And so as I read this this morning, it was a key indicator of what also I need to fast for. And as we go through our preparation for fasting and we have things that are required for us to fast about or to fast over, as we go through our fasting, our mind becomes illuminated about the things that we also need to include in our fast. And this was a key indicator right here of what I needed to also fast for, that I have a pure heart and that I love fervently. So I pray this day that as I fast, that you might be edified by these words and that you fast with greater purpose and that you write down on a list, on a, in a journal, on a notepad, a notebook, in your phone, in the section corner of your scriptures. Why are you fasting today? And it's a marvelous thing to look back and read those entries in our little journals, those little passages. And we come to realize that our Father in Heaven has worked His mighty miracles and through our fasting, we draw closer to Him and have greater faith, knowing that as we do our work, He does His. Check out your what, but apply the why. And may you have a wonderful Sabbath day. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode of Coaching Chaos. I'm Shari Reynolds. And if this needs to help someone else, please Share this with them, that they may come to understand their why to their what. We'll see you next time.